This is Brad Bannister here with my good friend John Cahill as we take a look at high school football week one. I'm here ready to roll. John, are you here with me ready to go? I'm, I'm here and ready to go, my friend. Oh, my goodness. Well, did you think we'd ever get here? Uh, I, I said on the air the other night, you know, that I, I thought it was a blessing to just be at the game. I wasn't going to whine about calls, and I felt like that all fall. I didn't expect sports. We've got them, and it's, it's, it's been awesome to get a chance to watch and, and enjoy. Oh, for sure. Just a little bit of, uh, I think I used it on the air the other night, normalcy, even though it's still not quite normal, is it? Like, what, what was the, uh, the atmosphere like uh, for your Fremont Ross game that you did? What was it like? Uh, it's just so, you know, the, obviously some of the things with the officials putting the beanbag down in the, you know, the center, then spotting the ball, um, you know, the social distancing of the fans, everybody wearing a mask. I think, you know, it, it, even the band, you know, the halftime show. And, uh, you know, I, I think everybody didn't really know how to act. But I will say on the field, it, it you know, other than the kids dressing on sidelines, it, it looked normal. Um, what, what would have been your biggest takeaway from week one? Well, Jim, you know, I was down on the field for the uh, for the Clyde uh, Willard game. And it, w- it was interesting, like, you know, when I had my headphones on, we were doing a broadcast. I really didn't think a whole lot about it. But when I take my headphones off, um, if the band isn't playing or the cheerleaders aren't cheering, it's a very eerie silence. Um, you know, I'm down there. I'm looking around. And, like, there was a point where the teams were at midfield. I was in the end zone. I could hear every kid talking about who's covering who, what play they're running. You could hear the coaches talking. You could hear the the parents. And the, it was just, it was very, very odd. And then at halftime, I'm looking over, and I think there were like eight people in line at a concession stand. And when does that ever happen, John? <laughs> no, not, not, not too often at any game. And, uh, you know, even the concession stand so different because you have to sell packaged food and, uh, um, you know, I, I did, I did support the clay concession stand there and got some, uh, some chips, I believe, but, uh, it was, uh, it, just the whole, the whole night was, it was incredibly cool. I was really glad to be there. Um, but yeah, the, the new normal, as they say, is, uh, definitely going to take some getting used to at any sporting event. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So we'll talk a little bit of takeaways, maybe from week one, actually on the field, maybe look forward to, uh, to week two, maybe some interesting things. Uh, any, any games, any scores, anything stand out to you, John, uh, from week one high school football? I think two big shockers to me in kind of the two conferences that you and I uh, cover. Um, Finley beating Whitmer, I think, was one that I talked about uh, last week that I, I thought Finley, they've got a, a ton of kids out and new coaches bring a lot of enthusiasm. But, you know, Whitmer's been a blue blood in the track football for, you know, since the league started. And so I think Finley winning that game was a bit of an upset. And then the Huron game with them beating Norwalk, um, you know, I would co that kind of with Edison beating Sandusky. Both those games just surprised me a little bit just off of the seasons that both Norwalk and Sandusky had. And I know both teams graduated a fair amount. Um, you know, this is such a, a new and different year that you're, you know, you're not, you're not seeing a lot of scrimmages or previews or results like that. But uh, those would be the big games for me uh, in week one. You know, I, I kind of agree with you on a couple things. You know, just, just maybe the SBC Bay Division as a whole, you know, uh, you, you know, you wouldn't sure how this is going to pan out. Kind of late games arranged, and, and actually, you know, you're talking Edison with a big win. Um, you're talking um, Huron with a huge win. Now we knew Huron was going to be pretty good in the Bay Division. What what else really surprised me is I think Bellevue might have been on paper favorite. I know in the coaches' poll they they were picked high. 
Um, but like they had to come from behind to beat Oak Harbor, which, uh, you know, kind of surprised me. So the Bay kind of, kind of shown out well in that first week. Yeah. I mean, Bay, Bay at the top end last year was, was pretty doggone strong and Oak Harbor going undefeated. And, uh, there are just so many, I, I think coach Carter said it well in the one interview I saw, he, he talked about where you're, you're doing a scouting report really on whatever you saw last year and maybe one scrimmage film with some kids you don't know. So I think you'll see some better preparation from coaches in week two, but uh, definitely some surprises uh, in week one. And, uh, you know, like, like we've talked about at nauseam here, but it just feels good to be able to talk about games instead of COVID and games. So uh, the games themselves, uh, you know, they were a blast and uh, it was fun to watch, you know, big board Friday and all the things that went with that. So very cool. Yeah. A little bit about Ross. I know, uh, uh, they got off on the right foot this year. You went up to Oregon, Clay, uh, Chad Long, you know, former Clyde guy, uh, got the win up there. How, how'd they play overall? Uh, I, I thought it was a big step from last year. You know, we we obviously went one and nine last year, and uh, you know, we played a lot of freshmen. Um, you know, Oregon Clay beat him forty three seven last year, and and I don't know if it was even that close. And Clay graduated a lot of the skill guys, but the quarterback who was awfully good was back. Um, but I think you'll see those freshmen are now sophomores and some of those sophomores are juniors. And so with the year of maturity, um, you know, they played good football uh, down one at half and then really came out and, and, and got three straight scores. And, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, as, as the announcer for them and the basketball coach there and, and, and a graduate, I uh, was happy with how they played. And, uh, you know, going this week hosting Finley, I think will tell a lot more about whether, you know, Clay took a big step backwards or Fremont is legit and uh i'm 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 definitely hoping and rooting for the latter there yeah well with finley taking off whitmer it, it makes it look a little more daunting doesn't it oh it'd be a heck of a football <laughs> finley got 125 guys off of football i was told nine through 12 which is that's i mean those are huge numbers in today's world so um you know the dean pease who was at the nfl last year is their head coach now uh, or not dean pease his son and so um you know, they're going to have a ton of excitement, enthusiasm, and they had some skill guys last year that were fun. Their quarterback's actually uh, Max Roth. Um, he got hurt in our game. Yeah. And so he's been out, but he's he's a heck of a basketball player, good athlete. So, yeah, it'll be a good test uh, for the Little Giants. But uh, I think, you know, it's one that, uh, you know, if, if you had fans, both communities would rally around and show up for. It's the weird part about this year is that the crowds are going to be the same no matter what, because nobody's allowed in for the most part. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to change a whole lot from no, week to week. No, if it's they? a big game or a small game, it's still going to be, uh, you know, 15% full. So, uh, but yeah, I think it'll be a fun yeah. game and uh, I look forward to it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, kind of from a, from a defending four state championship perspective, you know, I was out watching Clyde and, and I mean, they turned over literally, I want to say 75%, 80% of their roster. Sure. Uh, they flipped over, and and I was really, really impressed with their skill, guys. I uh, I thought Jaden Cook, the quarterback, uh, junior, he's been uh, you know struggling a little bit with some help, but he looked phenomenal. Um, their their skill receivers look fast, they look quick. Uh, Michael Daniels had 135 yards rushing. Um, you know he didn't play a lot behind. You know there's so many kids last year that were seniors for Clyde, uh, but you know they showed out. Defense played well, so it's actually. You know, kind of, kind of interesting to see how they would uh, come out this year after that state title. Sure, I mean, with the, with the numbers they graduated, that senior class who I think was, you know, so close, and uh, you know, like Coach Carter's article in the paper about being family. I think that that class last year personified that, um, and uh, you know, they've got a lot of young talent that maybe got hidden, uh, you know, behind some really good players that are going to get their chance to shine. So they've got a big one this week with Perkins, and uh, you know, you're. Uh, 
Bellevue connection there with uh, Jalen Santoro taking over there. That ought to be a fun, fun night to cover that game if, if you guys do end up covering that game. Yeah, you're right, because, again, like kind of the way this whole football season is unraveling, uh, it was only fitting, right, to have all the uh, rain delays yesterday. <laughs> yes. I mean, Friday, that's kind of like kind of par for the course this year. But, yeah, we're supposed to be, uh, 92.9, supposed to be at Norwalk Bellevue, but I know there's some issues there with kind of allowing press and where we can be. So that's our plan right now is Bellevue at Norwalk. If we can't, which will be cool because Norwalk's got that new facility. Sure. It's got done redoing the turf. That's going to be uh, kind of neat to see that. But if we don't end up there, uh, we're going to end up up in Perkins, which actually is kind of an interesting matchup with them having a little bit of momentum, playing at home, a young Clyde team coming in. Like that game is, to me, very, very interesting. So um, any other games uh, that interest you coming up? Well, on the track end, you've got the the four teams that won all play and the four teams that lost in week one play. Um, I think the two games, uh, the, the, the feature game this week will be Central and St. John's and uh, – that that game, uh, if you could buy tickets, would be a fun one. I, I think St. John's skill position guys are are as good as anybody in Northern Ohio, maybe the state. Um, quarterback is a D one kid. They've got multiple receivers that I think will play D one. Um, they're a dangerous football team. And then Central obviously is is you know dominated that league sure. uh, since since it began. So I think that's a be a fun game and then you know the game we have uh friday uh, finley and fremont uh, it's a rivalry game that goes way back and so i think um you know it'll be a fun one you, you want to see what fremont does um off of you know a tough season last year uh but then coming out and getting a win um and two years ago the game the finley fremont game was one of the best games i've ever seen it was back and forth uh game was you know it ended up really high scoring and so those games often lead to you know high emotions and uh you know it'll be It'll be fun. I'm glad that we get to cover it. We were in the same boat you were last week where we weren't sure if we were going to get to go to Clay or if we were going to end up uh, someplace else. So, you know, COVID throws a, a wrench into the uh, announcers and, and into everything Absolutely. for that matter. So, yep. Absolutely. I, I try to, you know, keep the mask on and talk while I'm on the sideline. It's 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 not easy, uh, nor is it fun. But, you know, just we'll do what we can do to, to keep the games moving forward. Um, I'll tell you, two games that interest me. Um Sandusky goes to Tiffin, mm-hmm. you know, I, you know, Sandusky came off of kind of a surprising loss. Um, you know, they, they lost to what a very good Essen team. Is that correct? Sure. Yeah. And uh, yeah, they're going to go to Tiffin. Tiffin still got Chapin down there. So I'm going to be interested in how Sandusky responds after that loss. Cause I know they're picked to be a, you know, kind of up toward the top of the, uh, the SBC. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the other one that's interesting to me is Edison host Port Clinton. And you're talking about, you know, Huron's probably the clear-cut favorite in the uh, the Bay Division. And those two, uh, are one of those two, are probably going to step up to be like that next challenger for them. So that, that, that'll that be interesting. So uh, any final thoughts, John, as we uh, wind down week one and head into week two? Uh, no, I, I think, you know, it, it, it it's going to be an exciting week two because you'll get some – some form you'll start to see, you know, uh, who are the contenders and who are the pretenders. And, uh, you know, you usually make your biggest improvement from week one to week two as a coach. So you'll get an opportunity to, to fix some things in practice, you know, maybe didn't snap the ball very well. You spend a week working on that, getting some things cleaned up. So it's, it's going to be a fun week. And with this abbreviated season, um, you know, there's a lot of league title implications at stake, even though it's your second game, usually you're playing an out of league game when you're still tinkering. 
So these games do have some meaning because there is going to be, for most of the conferences, a 2020 champ. And, and a lot of that's going to be dictated with these games, you know, coming up this weekend. So I'm looking forward to it. And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Usually you have those first three to four, and, and I guess in the SBC's case, five, you know, the Lake Division, five out-of-conference games to get everything fine-tuned. And we simply don't have that this year where each team now is going to be like game, you know, game scenario, be ready to play because it, it is a it is a conference game. So, John, you know what? This is fun. Just kind of, you know, talking some football. Um, you know, actually, college football started this weekend. Uh, the FCS, Austin P, and uh, Central Arkansas State. So even that's underway, which gives us something maybe to uh, to look forward to a little bit uh, in the upcoming weeks. Big Ten change your course and eventually play? You think or no? Uh, he's taking a lot of pressure. You know, it's it's amazing how they're talking spring and it, it's just the uh, you know all the rumblings you hear. It's slowly moving forward, and I, I really think that they were hoping to. Uh, start the domino effect and it didn't happen. Right. Um, you know, they really, you know, I thought they thought when they canceled, everybody else would and, and the dominoes didn't fall uh, that way. And so um, I think I, I do, I think he's feeling a little pressure. Like actually like a lot of probably athletic departments as a whole are feeling, you know, it's, it's just, it's tough. It's a tough situation with the regulations we got to follow. Uh, do you think they'll play? I, I, I don't, but uh, nothing would surprise me this year. You know, if you told me tomorrow <laughs> that that uh, they were playing, you know, in a couple of weeks, it wouldn't surprise me. And if you told me that the SEC shut down, that would surprise me a little bit, yeah, but not was- totally. I mean, everything is so uh, fluid as we go. It seems like week to week, uh, you know, the things that would have been a, a story that lasted a month, last a day in today's news cycle. But uh yeah, that's right. It's, it's uh, crazy times. Uh, the other thing we got coming up, Brad, on on the show, we've got Ohio Super Night in harness racing. I know that's a big one you want to discuss on the next podcast. So, uh, you know, we want to get fired up for that. Uh, down, side of Downs, it'll be big. John and Brad signing out.